Thank you for your microphone, for the technical assistance. Shabbat Shira. The whole Indian of Shira is to learn how to go through the ups and downs of the song. And I say from the Svasemes that Shira, on one hand, the word Shir has the same osseous as the word Yashar. Same time, we know from Chazal in a few places, called Bali Shir, Yotzim Bashir. Mishnah Masech Shabbos talks about what an, what an animal is allowed to go out with, not allowed to go out with. So the Mishnah over there say that an animal is called Bali Shir. Animals that wear a collar are allowed to go out wearing their Shir. Shir is cyclical in nature, the Maharal. The Maharal in Sefer Gvur Hashem. When he's talking about Shir Sayam, so he, he talks about the addition that Miriam adds the end of the shira that again she it sounds like the Pasuk says that the, the women go out and they start singing and it sounds like almost a repetition that she goes out and she starts to say and it sounds like what the Torah is trying to say is that the women went out and they also repeated the song again but as the Maral explains that the, the depth of what the Torah is revealing there is that Miriam is adding one more Pasuk to the shira that just like the shira begins, and begins with this theme of so too Miriam's adding a pasuk at the end, that it should go in a shira, it should go in a circle. This is the secret of what it says in Tosos and Mesechus Brachos, over there, that any mizmor that Davra Melech was especially fond of, he began and ended with the same words. Gemara says any mizmor that David loved he began and ended with Ashrei but there's only one in all of in all of Tehillim in all 150 Prakul of Tehillim that begins and ends with with Ashrei so Tosos says no any any mizmor that David very much loved he began and ended with the, with the same theme with the same words and Halukas we have many where there's the beginning and the end it, it sort of matches the beginning and the end and I always wanted to explain that Tosos in light of this this Indian by by the Maharal that he explained that the the shlemus of a shear is that it goes in a circle. Now, the Svas Emes used to say that a shear has high parts and it has low parts. You know, it goes in a circle of high parts and low parts. But the common denominator is whether it's the high part or the low part of a song, whether it's the high part or the low part of a person's life, whether it's the high part or the low part of a certain tekufa in a person's life. So a person has to know how to be yashar within the, how to be straight within a circle. A circle is curved. And to be able to be straight within the circle, to know that when it's high, it's Shivisi Hashem and Tamid, when it's low, it's Shivisi Hashem and Tamid. If a person is standing in front of Hashem and there's a recognition of Shivisi Hashem and Tamid, like the Bashantav explained, Shivisi is a lashon of Ishtavos. Shivisi is a lashon of everything being equal. Whether somebody says, this is the, this is the greatest, the greatest nigan I ever heard someone play. If someone says the worst piece of trash music I ever heard. If someone says the best sheer I ever heard anyone give. This is the worst sheer I ever heard. Someone's artistic and they're like, look at this most beautiful painting I ever saw. The person says this is what a waste of paint and canvas. No matter what a person says to you, whatever the tchum of a person's life, if a person is standing in front of Hashem, if it's the high part or the low part, the beginning, the middle, or the end of the shear. If it's the beginning Haluka, the end of the Haluka, it's it's still Haluka. It's still Haluka. 
two weeks ago we spoke the last time that we got together I whenever I sit in this space with this exact setup I, I just I come right back to where I was before and then as soon as the lights go on I I disappear from this space I don't remember what I said usually we're talking about seeing Hashem through the Hastara and thanking Hashem even from within the darkness being able to sing Shir Tashem and say thank you Tashem before he brings the Yeshua and sometimes the person sees the Yeshua and sometimes the person doesn't see the Yeshua that they're hoping for Afal Pikein nevertheless a person has to know that Hashem is there there's a Torah from the Kotzker and my brother likes this Torah from the Kotzker I know he, he likes to say it every year I think it's last week's Parsha on Chodesh Hazalachem. Everyone knows the Gemara tells us about one of the Tanoim, Rabbi Lazar, who was one of the great Tanoim, Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, about whom the Mishnah says if you take all the others who are the great students of Rabbi Yochanan and you put them on a scale, Rabbi Lazar ben Arach on the other side, he would tip the scale. That's how great he was. And then at a certain tkuf in his life, he had a Yerida. He went away from the base Medrash, and when he came back and they gave him an aliyah, it's a famous Gemara, the Gemara says they gave him an aliyah, and it was HaChodesh HaZelachem, and he was reading the Torah, and instead of reading the words HaChodesh HaZelachem, so he stuttered on the words, and he said, instead of saying HaChodesh, he said HaCheresh, and instead of saying Hazeh, he said Haya, and instead of Lachem, he said Libam. Cheresh and Chodesh, the Rish and the Dalid, the Zion and the Yud, Haya, Libam lachem, the base and the chaf. He said, "Acheres libam," which means their hearts became deaf. That after spending time away from the base medrash, after indulging a little bit too much in olam hazeh, so when he came back to the Torah, it was a sense of "Acheres libam." His heart felt deaf to the words of the Torah, the first mitzvah of the Torah. The Kutzker has a vart. And the Kutzker said, Va'afal pikin. It's a very esoteric idea. I don't know what it means. Va'afal pikin achodesh zelachem. The Kutzker said that, yeah, yeah, he, he, he said, Acherishaya libam, seder. But va'afal pikin achodesh zelachem. Even when a Jew's heart is, is, is deaf, still Hashem gives over achodesh zelachem. Hashem still gives us control over time, which is control over the world itself. But on a certain level, I, I would say also, okay, so he, he mispronounced it, you know, he pronounced it in a funny way. But the text still said, Even when the reading was a little bit off, but the reality is, you know, the, the other story with the Kutzker, at the end of his life, when the Kutzker locked himself away, so there's a Misa that comes down from, one of, from the Shamish, who used to sometimes have access to the Kutzker's room. And he would go into the Kutzker's room while he was in there by himself. One time somebody wanted to sneak to see what the Kutzker was doing in that room. He locked himself away for, for years. He didn't want to see anybody. His, his quest for, his desire for authenticity and for truth led him to not being able to stand being in, in a room with anybody because of the, just the lack of authenticity in this world. So somebody once climbed up to see what was going on in the room. They opened up the window and the Kutzker said, shut the window, the veld stinks. The world stinks. I can't, it's just, it's, you're letting in the sheker from the outside. Shut the, without even turning around, you know, like he, was, he wasn't even facing the window. And the window opened and he said, shut the fenster, in Yiddish is a window. Shut the window, the, 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 the world stinks out there. 
the Katz, there's not Katzker Hasidim nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There's no Hemshech of Katzker that way. I mean, I know a few. I have a friend who's a Katzker Hasid. So the Katzker had a Shamish who was allowed into the room, and we have a, a Misa from that, from that Shamish that. Shamish said, you know, one time he came into the room, he said, the Rebbitzin, because, you know, if the Katzker was locked away in his room in his little house, so people were coming all the time, it became like a, a place for people to come and to learn and to daven, and it was like, a, you know, it was a, a Makum Sgula, and, and people would come to, to the Katzker's house and just without any, you know, <laughs> without any minding, uh, you know, who, if you've ever been through Mordechai Machlis' house, you know, there's not a lock on the door by Tzadikim, you just come in, there's people sitting on the couch helping themselves to food. And anyway, so the, the house became like a, a pilgrimage. People were there davening and learning and crying. And one day the shamash came in and he said, the rabbis and said someone stole uh, the lachters, someone stole the, the, the Shabbos candles. So Katzker said, what are you talking about? No one stole anything, what are you saying? So the shamash said, ah, I must have made a mistake, you know. I'll go, I'll go tell the rabbis. So I told the rabbis and the rabbis said, I don't know. No, my husband is very holy as Ruch Kodesh and everything, but so they start looking behind the you know the place where the candles are normally kept. They're like looking behind the the little table there where they keep the candles. They don't see it anywhere. After a few minutes, that he goes back, the shamash goes back to the kotzker and he says, uh, "Someone stole the Rebbe's candles. You know, someone stole the Rebbe's lachters." So he looks at him with piercing and he says, "What are you talking? No one stole anything." He's getting impatient. No one stole anything. So he goes back out sheepishly to the Rebbe's and he says, the Rebbe says, nobody stole anything. I'm sure, like maybe somebody came to clean them or something. You know, maybe someone took them to polish them. So they wait a, a day or two. The, the candlesticks don't show up and he goes back in. It's getting close to Shabbos. And he goes in the third time and he says to the Rebbe, he says, someone stole the Rebbe's candlesticks. And the, the Kutzker says, he looks at him and he, he screams at him. He says, he says, it says in the Torah, low sigzal, nobody stole anything. It says in the Torah, there is no stealing. No one stole anything. And the shamash was so frightened, he ran out of the room. He ran straight to the bathroom. That's what the shamash wrote. He went straight to the bathroom and he threw up. And then he said for the next month, anytime he saw anything that was slightly improprietous with money, he saw somebody not being careful with someone else's money, he became physically ill and he would throw up. Because the way that the Kutzker, that's why the Kutzker couldn't live in the world like a regular person, because the way that the Kutzker learned the Pasuk of low sigzol, is there's no stealing, is the same way as a human being cannot fly. There's no such thing as stealing. It doesn't exist in the world. It's not, kinderlach, you know, do me a favor, please don't take things from each other. That's not what the Torah is saying. The Torah is saying it doesn't exist in the world of truth. There's no such thing. And so the Kutzker said, beseder. That's what he said. That's not what it is. That even when a person is experiencing Hashem is giving it to you. So that brings us to our part. We didn't have last week. We didn't have Parshas Bo'el. Bo'el Paro. Bo'el Paro. All the Swarim want to know why Bo'el Paro, why Lechel Paro. It's because Hashem is saying, I'm also there by Paro. The whole world is a covering for Hashem. Everything is a covering. Like we said last time, when you recognize that Hashem is your, is your enemy, meaning that your enemy is Hashem in disguise, then your enemy disappears. 
Boel Paro. Come to Paro. I'm there also. Torah tells us in this week that the Jewish people, after B'Shalach Paro Sa'am, B'Shalach Paro Sa'am, Paro is trying to send, like Rav Gedalia Shor used to say, B'Shalach Paro Sa'am means Shlichus. B'Shalach Paro Sa'am, why does it say Vayihi? Vayihi is a lashon of Tsar. Vayihi B'Shalach Paro Sa'am. Medrash even says, Paro was saying Vay, and Moshe Rabbeinu was saying Vay, and the Jewish people were saying Vay, and even Hashem was saying Vay. What's the Lashon of Vayihi B'Shalach This is what we've been waiting for, that he sent. So Gedalia Shur used to always say, in the Sefer Gedalia, it's printed, that the Vay, the Vayihi B'Shalach Paro, the Chaval of being sent by Paro, is that when somebody does, you know, like when we do Malava Malka, when we escort the queen out, Shabbos queen out, or like, what, like we find by the Egla Rufa, that if they find a, a dead body between two cities, they say, our Bezdin comes out and they say, the Zikna say, we didn't shech this blood, we were not responsible for this murder. Rashi explains because if somebody would have walked him out, if there would have been a Levia, if somebody would have gone together with him, then he wouldn't have been uh, ambushed by whatever forces came and, and attacked him. The Sfarim explained that if, if he would have been walked out together with us, even for those four Amos, then he would have carried himself in a certain way. They would have said, oh, let's not attack him. That's not a good idea. Let's not attack him. And so therefore, B'Shalach Paras Am, Lashon of Leviya means to be attached. To be attached. B'Shalach Paras Am means that Paras said, if I'm going to send the Jewish people out, let me walk Dalit Amos with them so that if you take the Jew out of Mitzrayim, you won't be able to take the Mitzrayim out of the Jew. Paras will go together with the Jewish people. That even as we're leaving Mitzrayim, we're finally getting out of Mitzrayim, but Mitzrayim is, is going into us. There's a vai in that. And yet the Torah says that we can somehow overcome that as well. That the Bechina of Mitzrayim that's inside of every person, the Bechina of Mitzarim that's inside of every person, we can overcome that as well. The Torah goes on to say that the Jewish people nevertheless were Yotzin Biyad Ramah. They went out with an outstretched hand. And the Rishonim are describing what does this mean, Biyad Ramah. So there's a Torah that's found in the Degel Machan Ephraim, this week's Parsha. The Degel Machan Ephraim says, based on the Targum, the Targum writes, the Jewish people went out, Biyad Ramah. Targum translates Biyad Ramah as Bereish Galia. Bereish Galia. Which means Bereish, like with a head, Galia, with an open. <coughs> With a head held high, they say Galia means revealed, but it means as opposed to like running with their faces covered like this, you know, with their heads down, running like a like a slave, a stowaway. Berish Galia, they walked out with their heads held high. What's the whole meaning of learning Torah? What's the whole meaning of being in a world where there's a level of trying to be Megala, Hashem's presence even in the Hastara? That's Boel Paro. So Baruch Hashem, I have to thank Hashem every single day. They say Rav Pinchas Karatzer used to set aside time every day to thank Hashem that he lived at a time when it was after the revelation of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and after the revelation of the Arizal and after the revelation of the Baal Shem Tov. He would set aside time every day to, to speak to Hashem privately. Five minutes, I don't know how long. And to have a special tefillah, to say, just to say thank you to Hashem that I, that I live at a time after the revelation of the Torah of the Lashem Tov and Arizal and Rishon Bar Yochai. 
So Degam Achan Ephraim writes in this week's Parsha something which is Ayom uh, Venora, a wild thing. The Degam Achan Ephraim says the Reish Galia is a reference to these Tzadikim, to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, to Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, to Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Shlomo. These three Tzadikim who are Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the Arizal, and Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, who come to reveal the Pneumius of everything, the inside of everything, to reveal that even Ayvecha is Hashem, to reveal that the Alufa Shal Olam, that the Master of the Universe is inside of everything, to reveal that even in Hacher Shayalibam is a Chodesh Zelachem. Bereish Galia, so the Degamach and Ephraim says Bereish is, is the Rosh Tevos, not in order, it's a conjugation of the Rosh Tevos of Rebbe Shimon Bar Yochai, Rebbe Yisrael Baal Shem Tov, and Rebbe Yitzchak Ben Shlomo, these three tzaddikim. Bereish Galia, through the revel- Galia on the Lashon of, of Revelation, of Giloi, through the Giluyim of these tzaddikim who revealed a different type of Torah. A different, anybody who's sitting here, especially somebody who doesn't even go to this yeshiva, understands that there's different types of Torah in the world. And it's all Torah Echad, chas v'shalom. There, there's no, there's no, you know, shameless plug for my, for my new sefer from Rav Kook, that, that, this translation of Rav Kook, shameless. Rav Kook, everything that Rav Kook was saying is that Torah Shavach and Torah Shavalpeh and, 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 and Nigla and Nister, and every, it's all one Indian. But there's a type of Torah which slowly, it's, it's not a type of Torah, it's an aspect of Torah which is being revealed, the Nishmasin Baraisa, the soul of the Torah which is being revealed through these Sadiqim, that already when we're coming out of Mitzrayim, they're saying that even if the Gaul is going to take a little bit of time, because as we're leaving Mitzrayim, but Mitzrayim is going into us, that even though the process of Gaula, that this should be the end, right? This is like the, this is, this is the end of, of the story of Gaulus. We should just march straight, get the Torah from Harsinai, and march straight into Eretz Yisrael, and that's it. And even though there's going to be a long journey, and there's going to be plenty of Cheresh HaYelibam along the way, and there's going to be plenty of Paro popping his head up from, from here to there and everywhere, but nevertheless, Bereish Galia, the Jewish people are able to go out Biyad Ramah. Tefer Shlomo Verdumsk points out that after we go through all of the story of Az Yashir, Az Yashir, we thank Hashem for Paro and his army being thrown into the sea. All the story is over already, and then all of a sudden, towards it's in the middle of the the whole thing. After we already described. Paro and his army being destroyed. In the middle of the Shira, all of a sudden we find these psukim of Amar Oyev Ardof Asiga Chalak Shalal. The Vashem Tov HaKadosh explained that these words, we have five words in a row, Amar Oyev Ardof Asiga Chalak Shalal, these five Alephs in a row, are as the enemy is saying, Omer, the, the enemy is saying, Omer, Erdof, Asig, Achalak, Shalal. As the enemy is coming and saying, meaning, what is this doing here? This should have been at the beginning of the Shira, maybe. Like the enemy said he's going to come, he's going to chase us, and he's going to. But instead, the Pasuk says, Amar Oyev, Erdof, Asig, Achalak, Shalal. The Oyev, the enemy, is coming and he's chasing us. The Shantav said that there's a revelation that 
in the place of those Amiros, the Amira of the Oyev, of the Oyev who says, Erdof, Asig, Achalek. I'm going to come, I'm going to catch you, I'm going to take what's, I'm going to take what's yours. In that place already, the Jewish people, those five Alephs, correspond to a certain Shivisi Hashem and Tamid that they were able to recognize, like the Talmud of Hashem Tov said, what's the letter Bez, what's the letter Gimel? The letter Gimel is just three Alephs. What's the letter Bez? It's two Alephs. What's the letter Ayin? It's 70 Alephs. And if a person knows how to break down everything, just everything goes back to the oneness of Hashem. That's a deeper shot in Bo El Paro. Bo El Paro is Bez. Recognize that the Bez is just two Alephs. Bo El Paro. Bavich Rebbe has a Sicha, part of Bracious, I think. It's either Bracious or Yisrael, I don't remember. I think it's Bracious. Where the Rebbe explains why the Torah starts with the letter Bez. Because the Torah starts with the letter Bez because even the Torah. You would say the Torah is, is, is the word of Hashem, no? But as we spoke about before, a person can even learn Torah in a way that's Bez. There's an Aleph that's hiding behind the Bez of the Torah. That Aleph which is hiding around the, behind the Bez of the Torah is the Beresh Galia. Is what Rabbi Shimon Baruchai said to the Chacham and they said the Torah is going to be forgotten from the Jewish people. And Rabbi Shimon Baruchai said, Kilo si shakach mi pizaro. It will not be forgotten from the mouths of the, of the Jewish people. So for tables Yochai, uh, Rabbi Nachman writes in the beginning of Lukutimara that these tzaddikim are the ones who come and say that it's possible for a person to see the stakel, like Rabbi Nachman writes in the first Torah of Lukutimara, ki isha Yisrael yitzarich li stakel tamir seichel sheish bechol davar, liskarv l'Hashem yisbarach haydei oso davar, that a person needs to look at the seichel shebechol davar and to come close to Hashem through every single thing in the world. Every single thing in the world doesn't just mean through your pizza, that's obvious. It means through the Torah. And the first Torah in Lakutim Aram is that a Jew needs to look at everything. And the places where Hashem is hiding the most sometimes is in the Torah, is in our davening and in our mitzvahs, because we say, it's obvious that Hashem is there, right? It's, it's, it's obvious. Of course Hashem is there. Of course Hashem is there when I make a bracha before. What I really need to make sure is that Hashem is there when I'm eating the food, right? Lav davka. Lav davka. The biggest hastari, you know what the real hastar bitoch hastar is when everyone's like hastar bitoch hastar what they think that is I could say this as a person who's been there although I don't say this lightly they think hastar bitoch hastar is like after six rounds of chemo where the doctor comes in and says like we're not sh- well, you might also need radiation that's the hastar bitoch hastar Hashem is even there and that's not the hastar bitoch hastar the hastar bitoch hastar is that a person is saying a bracha before they eat without any consciousness of Hashem because they think I'm saying a bracha, like I'm from. I'm saying something, like Hashem is certainly here. Hashem is here. Like, I'm learning a piece of Torah. I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm learning morning Seder. Like, Hashem is obviously here, right? That's the Hastara Betoch Hastara. That's the deepest Hastara. That a person thinks that they're doing something which is frontally religious or in some way holy and spiritual, but they're not even thinking about Hashem there. They're not thinking about Hashem when you're eating and drinking and resting and sleeping and whatever. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's, that's called the Hastara. But Hastara, we talk Hastara is when you're not thinking about Hashem, when I'm not thinking about Hashem, even when we're in the middle of learning. Bo El Paro means, Bo El Paro means 
that there's the base of gracious and there's the Aleph of Anochi Hashem Elokecha. And that it's possible, says the Lubav Chubby, that you're starting the Torah from Bez, but you forgot the Aleph. And Cheresh Hayalibam. And so our hearts become deaf. And yet, paradoxically, and I understand that I'm going back and forth, I understand that everything I'm saying is a steer one sentence to the next. But when the enemy comes and says, ah, you're, you're in the world of days, you know, I'm going to come and steal your Torah, I'm going to chase you down, I'm going to steal even your Torah and your mitzvot. Even there, Amar Oyev Erdof Asig Achalek, even there is an Aleph. So mitzideinu, from our side, from our perspective, it's our job to make sure that we're conscious of Hashem in everything that we're doing. A person who feels like I'm doing everything right should recognize maybe I'm not thinking enough, maybe Hashem is not present in this. And a person who feels like they're doing everything wrong and everything is not going, so you should know that Amar Oyev Erdof Asig Achalek Hashem is still there. That's what all the tzaddikim are coming to do. They're coming to reveal. They're coming to reveal that those who feel like they're so close to Hashem, so much more we have to go. And those who feel like they're so far from Hashem, closer than you could ever imagine.
Sanhedrin says from Rabbi Meir, Rem is the Tchiasa Mesim in Atar Minoyim. Rem is the Tchiasa Mesim in Atar Minoyim. I need Tchiasa Mesim, we're waiting for Tchiasa Mesim. I mentioned Rabbi Machlis before, somebody asked Rabbi Machlis. Machlis, of course, a number of years ago, mm-hmm. lost his dear Rebetzin, Rebetzin Hani Machlis. Sorry, Mino of our generation. So someone asked of Machlis, you know, if there's anything he can do for him. This was like uh, six months after his wife uh, passed away. And, and the person, well-meaning and sincerely, said, is there something that I can, anything I can do for you? And Rav Machlis looked at him and he said, do you know how to do Tchiyas HaMesim? As I said, perhaps you know how to revive the dead? So Rabbi Meir said, it says, Az Yashir. Az Yashir. Then they will sing. And we don't find that Moshe and the Bnei Yisrael. Az Yashir, Moshe Bnei Yisrael. Literally means Az Yashir in the future. Az Yashir. Then they will sing in the future. Moshe and Bnei Yisrael. We never find that Moshe and Bnei Yisrael sang the Shir again. And so therefore we find the remez in the Torah that one day the Jewish people will come back together with Moshe Rabbeinu and sing the shir once again. Chazal said, there's a medrash that says that until Kriyas Yamsuf, until the Jewish people sang shir by Kriyas Yamsuf, no one in the history of the world ever said shir before. No one ever sang shir before. And Chazal goes through it, it says, I saved Avram Avinu from the Kivshan Eish, long Shira. I saved Yitzchak from the Akedah, he didn't say Shira. I did this, I did that, they didn't, no one said Shira until Am Yisrael came and they said Shira. There are many different ways to explain this, we have limited time. The reason the Jewish people were able to sing Shira by Kriyas Yamsuf is that there was an Am, finally. There was an Am. Shir is a dangerous thing to sing. Gemara says in Chulin that there are malachim that are created every single day 
and they sing Shira one time, and then they're battled the Mitzvah, say. They sing Shira, and out of their Dveikos, out of their longing for Hashem that comes through their Shira, they, they dissipate. They, they become, they, they get pulled right back into the Echad of Hashem, the oneness of Hashem. By certain Rebbe's, there was, there was somebody, by, by the early Rebbe's, by the Baal Tos Talmidim, there was always there was somebody who was tasked with the job of sitting next to the Rebbe, that if they saw that the Rebbe was like slipping away, mamish, because this was like a fear, they saw the Rebbe was slipping away because of his deep yearning to be close to Hashem. And, and by Shalashudas, by singing by Shalashudas, they would like grab the, you know, they like grab onto the Rebbe, like make sure, like bring him back down. Shira is a big thing. Until there's an Am, until there's an Am Yisrael, that each person is not just individuals, but Am Yisrael is, a, is an entity which is Nitzchi, like the Maharal said. The Maharal asked the question in Tiferes Yisrael, in other places, why didn't Hashem give the Torah to Avram Avinu, the 2,000 years of Torah, like Chazal say, 2,000 years of Torah, 2,000 years of Torah, 2,000 years of Mashiach. The 2,000 years of Torah begin with Avram Avinu, Rashi says, because Avram Avinu was 52 years old when he, when he got this call of Lech Lecha, the first tzivoy of Hashem, of Lech Lecha. He was 52 years old, he was born in the year 1948 from Mother it's 2000, so that's the beginning of the 2,000 years of Torah. Hasakakam Avramavinu didn't get the Torah. Why didn't Hashem do Matan Torah, Harsinai by Avramavinu? Why didn't He do it by Yaakov? Why didn't He do it by the Shvatim? So Ramana says, because until these are all individuals, Shivim Nefesh, when they went down to Mitzrayim, they're still not an Am. The Torah is a Dabar Mitzchi, and a Dabar Mitzchi needs to be given to an Am Mitzchi. And so therefore, it couldn't be given to Avram, couldn't be given to Yitzchak, couldn't be given to Yaakov, couldn't be given to individual Shvatim. It was until there was a a nation to give the Torah to. And Maral describes why it is that the nation had to be dafka made of 600,000 men between the ages of 20 and 60. You can look there in the beginning of the Lord Hashem where he talks about that. It's from Azyashir. The Kitzer, the Kitzer, we know that when Hashem created Adam Rishon, he blew into Adam Rishon a breath of life, a Nishmas Chaim. Adam Rishon was supposed to live forever. Rashi says that whenever Adam named any of the animals, Pasuk says, Hushemo. That was its name. Rashi writes one word, he adds one word, which is a very strange word to add. He says, Laolam, forever. Whatever Adam named the animals, Kulasher, that he named the animals, Yikushemo, Hushemo, Rashi writes one word extra, Laolam, forever. Because Adam Rishon's Dibur, at that time, was just a reflection of his neshama, which was given to him from Hashem, a perfect connection between him and Hashem. And just like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, Le'olam Hashem Tvarcha Nitzav Bashamayim, Hashem, your words forever stand in heaven. When Hashem says something, as opposed to when I say something, right now, as soon as I go quiet, it gets quiet. But the fact that the Bria is continuing, that the world is continuing to stand, Le'olam Tvarcha Hashem Nitzav Bashamayim, Hashem, your words... They continue on forever. They reverberate forever and ever and ever. And if for a single second Hashem would stop saying the ten utterances of creation, the world would cease to exist. Adam Rishon, before he ate from the Eitz Hadas, was supposed to live forever. And therefore, everything that he said, Nafshi Yatsa every word that came out of his mouth, every word that came out of his mouth, so mouth was a word which was Lenetzach. It was Tochul Kabaro. Every word that he said, you felt it exactly as it was, and it stayed like that forever. It didn't dissipate. The koch of it didn't dissipate. But after Adam ate from Eitz Adas, we now live in a world 
but for a brief time period, we had a moment, a glimpse, by Shir Sayam, by Matan Torah, we had these glimpses of time, when the words that we said were words that were in the Netzach. When we say words, and when, when a Jew says words, if they're not true, 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 divrei elokim chayim, true, true words of the living God, then they, they say them, and they reverberate in an echo, and then they disappear. But words that come from words that come from eternal soul, meaning a soul which is bound up with Ami Yisrael completely. Together. That if a person is bound up together with the rest of the Jewish people, then every word that comes out of their mouth is a word that's nitzchi. On the individual level, we can't do that anymore. Adam Marishon, after eating from the Eitzadas, every single individual sitting in this room has a shelf life. They don't go on forever. But as a member of Am Yisrael, we're part of something eternal. Every word that we speak, which is an Am Yisrael Dekedibor, every word of tefillah, every word of Torah, every word of chesed, of, of chayim, that, we, that, we, that exits our mouth, that's coming from a place of Am Yisrael, is Lenetzach Netzachim. And therefore, Rabbi Meir said, Ren is the Tchiyas HaMesim in the Torah from Az Yashir. Because not only is it just like some uh, way to read the Pasuk that Az Yashir, they didn't, they didn't say the, the Shira a second time yet, so therefore, Tchiyas HaMesim in the Torah, they're going to say it again. Yes, for sure. And Animal and the Shlema, that Moshe Rabbeinu together with all of Am Yisrael are going to come back by Tchiyas HaMesim and they're going to sing that, that Shira. But it also means that every single time, we're sitting together and we're singing, whether we're singing Shabbos Kodesh in one minute, or whether we're singing anything, whether we're saying words of Torah, if we're saying it on the level of being connected to the rest of the Jewish people, Az Yashir Moshe B'nai Yisrael. So then it's a Shira which is connected to the Nitzchis of Am Yisrael, to the infinitude, Netzach Yisrael, Weishakir. Kushtakai, truth that lasts forever. Yeah, yeah. 